Hi everyone, my name is Anna Brand and today I'm going to talk about what would you do if you didn't know so much. Now you're going to say, Anna, you teach, knowledge is power. And that is true. For those of you who don't know me, I've been a professional photographer for 20 years, specializing in maternity and newborn. Born and raised in New York, I do live and reside in California and run a very busy studio. For the past 11 years, I've been an international educator traveling around the world, teaching in-person workshops to photographers also specializing in maternity and newborn. This year, 2020, halted my international travel, and therefore I spent a great deal of time these past few months teaching online and mentoring photographers from around the world. One thing I know for sure is that we're all knowledge seekers. If you're listening to this, that means you are a knowledge seeker. You want to learn more, hear more, do more. But sometimes I feel like there's just too much noise. I'm a big fan of podcasts myself, but I can't listen to them all day and every day. There are times where I just need to not listen at all. And then weeks will go by and I'll start listening to a podcast and you know, a day later I've listened to 10 and I'm better for it. But I started to think about back in the day, and some of you may be too young to understand what back in the day means. I remember when my parents used to say, back in the day, we used to walk 10 miles in the snow to get to school, and we would roll our eyes as we were dreading getting on the bus. And they would tell me, but, but a bus is amazing. Imagine having to walk in snow to school. And we were just were like, oh, you know, parents, things they say. And now here I am, a parent, saying to my kids, what was life like before TikTok, before social media? What, how did we even know what our friends were doing? Well, we didn't. We would call them up and say, what are you doing? And get together. And I'm old enough to remember what it was like before social media. I mean, it really wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't. I remember a time where you didn't know what everybody was eating for dinner. You didn't know what everybody's relationships looked like. You didn't know what everybody was charging for their business. And you certainly didn't see every picture every day of what they were doing. You just didn't know. So what did you know? You knew that you had a lot of things to do that day. And the things that you had to do that day weren't based on what other people are doing. You would get up and if you had a day off and go to the beach, you would go there and you would take photos and you would enjoy it. And you would be in the moment. And you wouldn't grab your phone and go, oh, I have to share this day off with the world so that they can understand I'm having a day off and playing at the beach with my family. And they, they can see that I'm not all work. I'm play too. And, and look at all this family time I'm having. There was a time that didn't exist. Did you know that? There was a time that you would just enjoy the weekend. And if it rained all weekend and you were in your pajamas all weekend eating ice cream, you didn't have to tell anybody about it. I remember when I was younger, there was always that pressure of the weekend. Oh, what is everybody doing on the weekend? Did, did anyone invite me? Uh, are they going to clubs and I'm not invited? And by Wednesday, if you didn't start having your date or plans for the weekend, you would feel like a total loser. As I got older, I didn't care. I relished my weekends. I remember being in my 20s going, I really don't care what anyone else is doing this weekend. I remember one weekend, I spent an entire weekend on the sofa reading a book. 
I don't even remember what book it was, but I, I remember that I couldn't wait to just finish that book. And I was so sad when Sunday night came and my book was done. And I only got up to go to the bathroom and eat, literally. I remember that like it was yesterday. I remember growing up and my parents putting all five kids in a station wagon and going to Maine for a week and where they rented a beach house. And we collected seashells and oh, I have such fun memories. I could almost smell the ocean. There was no phones to grab to take pictures to post on social media. There was no bragging to everybody we knew. There was just enjoying it as a family. And so we were able to be creative. We were able to explore and fight with our siblings and have time and not worry about what the world felt. Not worry about if that argument with the sibling went on social media because it didn't exist. And as I got older and began building my own businesses and figuring out my pricing and building my portfolio and doing my work, I did that all without social media. I couldn't go online and see what everyone else was charging. Back in the day, if you wanted to know what another photographer was charging, you were going to have to be a customer of theirs or directly walk in for a consult and find out, which meant you had to figure out what your worth was what you wanted to be paid per hour, what your cost of doing business was. A lot of the authors of business today are successful because they went through that before social media. And so they had to do the due diligence and they had to do the cost of doing business and they had to do all the things that you're taught in school. And so they write books about it and they have podcasts about it and, and TV shows and all of that. And you soak up that knowledge. But I was thinking today, like, do we know too much? Are we too distracted? Do we get up and the first thing we do is go to our phone? I know I do. You lay in bed and you scroll through Facebook. What did everybody do last night? What did everybody eat? What are they doing today? I'm pretty sure their life is way more exciting than I. What amazing masterpiece did they create? What award did they win? And it goes on and on and on. And then you can wake up feeling like you're already comparing yourself to somebody else's life. So you can wake up feeling less than rather than wake up feeling amazing because you have the privilege of starting a new day. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And so I've challenged myself lately to wake up and not reach for my phone. Only to just check the time and the weather and see if I've overslept or missed a meeting. And then put the phone away and get tea or get water and take the dogs out and stretch and just look at my to-do list and just spend the quiet moments. I started to get on social today and I put it down. I answered a few responses and I, I spent about 15 minutes responding to things and then I, I just shut it off. And I walked around the house and had something to drink and took out the dogs and took a shower. And I just listened to the silence. I was so much in the zone that when my son woke up and walked in the kitchen, I literally jumped because <laughs> I was in such a quiet space that for a minute I felt like I was in the house alone and I'm not in house alone. But do you ever have those times where you're so wrapped up in your own mind, in your own space, that you can actually see what you're supposed to be doing? You can hear where you're supposed to be going. 
Or are you so wrapped up in social and checking your phone and getting on TikTok and listening to a podcast and checking the news and, and turning on all the noise and the media that you're so distracted, you can't even remember what you're supposed to do today. And then you get so overwhelmed because your to-do list that you've made on your own is so important, but then you look at what everybody else is doing and clearly your to-do list is not half as good as theirs. I feel like if we didn't know so much, we would maybe feel less judgmental. I think we would create more. I think we would innovate more because maybe we don't know what's out there so we would create things ourselves. I mean, think about that. The other day, my son was in the kitchen and he was listening to this podcast about a YouTuber who had spent time in Congo. And the YouTuber, don't even know his name. I don't even know why he was in Congo. I just literally heard five minutes of this conversation. And he was saying that when he was in Congo, you know, as a man, their job was to just wake up and start hunting for food. And they'd hunt for food and they'd bring it back and they'd cook it. And then you'd have a celebration for the food that you spent all day, you know, hunting down. And you would just be with your family. You weren't on phones. You weren't on the computer. You weren't stressed out about the work that needed to be done. There was none of that. And you feel anxious the first couple of days, but once you're fully absorbed in their world, all that goes away. The stress of the first world goes away. The expectation of the first world goes away. And you're hunting and gathering and celebrating and being around people that you love. And I asked my son, I said, you know, what are you listening to? And, and he described it briefly. And I said, yeah, but I think that would be exhausting day in and day out. All you're doing is hunting for food. And he's like, well, mom, it's, he's a guy. The girls aren't doing that. I'm like, well, what are the girls doing? They're probably doing laundry and feeding the babies. I don't know. I think after a while, day in and day out, I think I'd be kind of exhausted. And my son laughed and he goes, yeah, mom, that's why they created agriculture. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, good point. He's like, because people did get tired of doing that. So they started innovating and creating machinery and equipment so that they could, you know, have more fun. And I was like, yeah, true, true. Okay, okay. So then why is that guy in Congo again? And I think, I don't even know why, but clearly he needed to unplug, unplug, unplug and reconnect with, you know, the earth around him. And, and he's a better man for it. And so you can't knock innovation. I mean, look, we, whether whatever part of the world you're listening to, first world, second world, third world, or whatever amenities you have or don't, we've come a long way, you know, than picking our own food. And many of us are going back to farm to table. In my own house, we're gardening and doing all sorts of things. And, you know, during our quarantine, you know, my youngest daughter and I spent a whole day gardening. And I hated gardening growing up. My parents had a huge garden. And Oh, gosh, having to go and and take out the weeds, I hated it. And here I am as an adult, back to gardening. So I think everything does come back full circle. But I I know that the quarantine this year and, and the slowing down and not traveling around the world like I have has also made me want to unplug a little bit more, maybe not get on social as much. 
I, because I'm an educator and I run an online clothing store and I mentor photographers and I teach and I also run a busy photography studio, I can't unplug 24-7 or I'd lose my business. So as a business owner, you're going to say, and I have to be plugged in. My life is social media. My business is social media. That's, that's how I earn my living. I have to connect. And I do agree with that to a point. You do. I, I do as well. But you also have staff or you can create staff or add people to kind of watch your back so you can unplug. There are many times where I'm going to be offline and I let the people know in my circle, hey, I'm going to be unplugged or I'm going to be traveling or I'm not going to be, you know, have Wi-Fi and, and you know, I'm just watch my back. And, and it's also frustrating when I'm trying to get in touch with someone and they've like vanished for three days. So I do think that there is an important part about staying connected. But I also think going back to the title of this podcast that – what we would do if we didn't know so much is I think we would tap into our own inner mind and strength and ability to figure things out. We would research more. We would explore more. We would create more. We would be free of expectations. And so I encourage you to not be so distracted by the world around you. I've talked about time blocking before. I think it's super important. If you don't know anything about it, I encourage you to Google it and set aside specific times to do the tasks that you need to do. And maybe a particular task will require you to unplug. You know, anyone that does any recording of podcasts or video, you're forced to unplug. Your phone can't be dinging every two seconds and you can't be responding to social media posts while you're recording. So you're forced to kind of be in your own little closet or your own little zone to get your thoughts out and do the tasks that you're supposed to be doing. Well, that can go in so many other ways. You know, if you're editing, listening to podcasts is great because you can just kind of edit and, and, you know, listen at the same time. But if you're creating new products or if you're creating pricing or if you're working on online courses or structure, you're going to, you're going to need to unplug and just have quiet and put a little music on or just be in a quiet space. Because I promise you, if you didn't know so much of what was going on around you all the time, I'm pretty sure you could do more. So today I encourage you to please spend some part of your day not surrounded by the noise around you. It's okay to turn off Facebook. It's okay to miss most of the TikToks. It's okay if you don't want to listen to the news. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're shutting everything around you. It doesn't mean you're being void of your responsibilities, but in that quiet or in that time, you're going to end up start writing lists of things to do. And when you're on social, take notes. What do you like? What do you not like? Journal, write notes. What do you need to do? What do you not need to do? And then look at your to-do list and then go, okay, I got it. I've seen what everyone else is doing, what I need to do, what the market's happening and what's going on in the news and things like that. And then kind of shut it off and write down and, and prioritize your social responsibilities and your civic responsibilities and your parental responsibilities and your business responsibilities and just get focused. I feel like, you know, here we are in August of 2020 and I feel like we're losing our focus. I feel like it's just constant blurred vision. Every time we think we know what we're doing, then the news smacks us down with some terrible something and then we pivot and then we pivot again and then we pivot again and some people are stuck pivoting. They don't even know which way to pivot anymore. And so you kind of got to sit down and go, okay, wait, what am I doing? 
wait, the world is falling apart and I'm supposed to be shooting and selling and marketing? Wait, people are dying, but I'm still supposed to be running a business? Wait, how, how is that happening? Uh, there's terrible tragedies in the world and I'm supposed to be smiling and posting photos of rainbow babies? Wait, what? And so it's hard. It's so challenging now, but we're going to get through this. You've got this. This is not the worst time in the world. There have been worse, believe it or not. Ask ask the, the older people in your circle. They're going to tell you they've seen worse. My grandfather lived till he was 97 and all the stories he had. He was one of the kindest, sweetest, most faithful man I know. And he lived till he was 97. I believe he passed away. I was 28 years of age. He had been through a lot, let me tell you. He had been through a lot. And his faith in humanity and his kindness and his love was amazing. He wasn't bitter at all. And so you do have to deal with what's going on in the world around you and decide how you're going to behave and speak and talk. And then with the rest of your day, I encourage you, write it out every day. Do something good for somebody else. So you can almost make a list. Every day, I'm going to get up and spend some time alone. I'm going to do something for somebody else, even if it's just saying something kind or delivering food or calling someone or texting someone and asking if they're okay or writing a kind comment on Facebook or reaching out or leaving a note and flowers on someone's doorstep. So every day, I'm going to do something of service for somebody else. Every day, I'm going to do something for my business. One thing to cross off my to-do list. Every day I'm gonna do one thing to save money. Maybe it's buy a cheaper brand. Maybe it's put away some money. Maybe it's not buy that thing I wanted to buy. Every day I'm gonna get rid of something in my life that's not working. Maybe it's shoes that hurt your feet and you're gonna donate them. That could be something that's not working. Maybe it's packing your bag the night before you are going somewhere so you don't have to stress the day of. So you kind of start writing things down and then it's almost like a template for your life. Okay, I got this. I'm going to do something for my health. Walk the dogs, 10 jumping jacks, maybe not eat that candy bar, maybe skip the soda. And so if you kind of write these things down, it's almost like a little blueprint for your life. So when you start feeling overwhelmed because you know too much and there's too much noise around you, and you're losing your way and you're not even quite sure where to pivot anymore, you can take a look at that list and go, oh, wait, yeah, that's what I was doing. And so today I encourage you that you don't need to know everything all the time, that sometimes you need to just focus on what you already know and work from there. My name is Anna Brandt. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I wish you nothing but health and safety and happiness.